All right, boys, we are back in the studio. We're here in Woos Media Studio. It, it's football this week. It's week zero. We have football on TV this Saturday. It's the first um, week, which we're calling week zero. Let's it's go. week zero. Let's go. We love it. Uh, before we get into these football picks, Tyler, a quick uh, shout out to our sponsor, BetUS. Make these picks at BetUS. If nothing else, shop around and start betting there. I know a lot of listeners, you live in a state where it's not okay with Uncle Sam if you're making bets. Well, we have a solution. BetUS. I've been using them for years. They're a great outlet. When you sign up, use promo code tailgate. That's going to come with all different kinds of promos, bonuses, and perks to use in the website. By the way, it's not just sports books. It's or the yeah, sports book. It's horses, the casino. Me personally, hey, I like to play a little blackjack. Get on the tables, play a little 21 in addition to some games. You can't do that anywhere else, at least most domestic uh, domestic sports books. So check out BetUS, follow along with our picks, and uh, when you sign up, use promo code tailgate. Yeah, all the uh, Iowa and Iowa State football players still be on their roster right now if they if use they use US. US. Yep. that's a great point. And <laughs> oh I, shit, if they use promo code tailgate, they'd get all kind of all kinds of promotions along the way. So. Exactly, exactly. They all right, so money. you may be wondering why we're going straight into picks. You're going to hear later. We pre-recorded some of everything's our other stuff. still time-stamped, people. Exactly, it's all time-stamped. Everything is there. You can get to whatever you need. But we're going to start doing a kind of a new format, and you'll see as you listen on. But we're going to go straight into our football picks. Football We've first, got, fun uh, later. Exactly, the, we got that, segments that's like and what stuff a coach coming after. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. Football first, fun later. First we eat. Um, first we, yeah. oh, okay. I'm getting hungry. I want a hoagie. Tyler, we have, we're going to... foreshadow. How many picks are you giving <laughs> out here? Because, by the way, if uh, if you're one of these listeners that just like loves the segments, great. That's coming up after the picks. Maybe you're a smart person that wants to make like a lot of money this year betting on college football. And if you've been listening for a while, you should know by now that you can do that by going with Tyler's picks. I mean, Tyler does this professionally. He is a professional better. And everything uh, logged on here. We're up like 60, 70 units last couple of years. So. Exactly. And that's the beautiful part. All of our stuff is, I mean, you can literally listen to our podcast and know what day we released it. Uh, and so all these picks are completely accounted for. And let's also mention this. It's a good opportunity. We're opening a Patreon this year and it's an experimental thing. We don't really know you know what 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 it's going to look like or what to expect so it's 5 bucks a month it's really not that much if you want access it's 5 bucks a month here's what comes with it my power ranking so again like will said i've been doing this professionally for six and a half years now, and I find a lot of success following my numbers. So I'm going to post my top 50 power rankings every week. The reason it's not all of them, trust me, that's worth a lot more. If you're interested in that, we, we can talk price point. Just email the show, you know, just admin at woosmedia.com. That's W-O-O-Z-E media, admin at woosmedia.com. We'll talk numbers if you want all my power ratings, but I think top 50 is a really, really good supplemental tool for a lot of our listeners. By the way, there's going to be a lot of top 50 matchups, so you can just use it yourself. There's yep. instructions. In addition to that, we're going to have bonus podcasts, bonus content, all from us during the week, before the games, on game day. Uh, and it's going to come out with our picks earlier, too. So if you like our picks, you want to follow them, get them earlier, all on Patreon. Just go to uh, College Football Tailgate, patreon.com slash college football tailgate, five bucks a month. And uh, the, the one thing posted now is the power rankings. So just so you know, first week, it's going to take us some time to get the content up there and get everything kind of built up. But right now, if you sign up as we speak, you can get my top 50 power rankings. And uh, we may discuss it on today's show, maybe not, but you can get that with Patreon college ball tailgate five bucks a month so. yeah i mean look it could turn into an only fans we have no idea <laughs> the the you well know. ryan's feet he said he's been getting some uh pedicures lately That's so right. i don't know what he's working at over there but ryan's dick pics has been kicked around <laughs> <laughs> it has been kicked around exactly. the whole point yes, is that like uh this could, turn, this could turn into anything 
And if you want to support the show, the truth is if you guys love the show and you want to help support it, there's uh, really just a, a few ways you can do that. You can join this new Patreon, right? You can uh, use uh, help out our advertisers for the show, right? Use promo codes we give out. And of course, like tell your friends and give us five-star reviews on, on iTunes or Spotify, whatever you listen, right? Those are the best ways you can help the show. But Totally. Um, we straight- also take Venmo. Exactly. Yeah, of course. Venmo. Picks. Uh, yes, picks. All right, picks. Let's get some picks. All right, so I have four bets for this week. That's a lot of picks for seven games. You usually don't get that. I'm so excited. Now, I have two bets in one game. So I've got oh the boy. spread and the over-under in one game. So where should we start? Should we go like in chronological order of the time of the game? I think that's what we should do. Yeah, okay. All right, so the first game is Navy and uh, Notre Dame, right? Game in Dublin, Ireland, Game by in the Dublin, way. you say? Oh, yep. You know. Okay, so I have a pick here. I got a pick. Notre Dame, 20 go... and a half point favorites right yes, now, by the way. Yes, currently 20 and a half. Uh, over-under? Do you know the over-under, Will? Let me look. Let me pull that up. My pick is Navy plus 11 and a half first half. First half. That's the current first half price, minus 110. Navy plus 11 and a half. Uh, First-year head coach Brian Newberry is going to have some serious questions to answer in terms of the head coach responsibility. How does he handle travel to Ireland? How does he handle the the entire team instead of just the defense? I think that it's going to be a major, major question mark, but I think early on he's going to have an easier entrance than most coaches because he's been here for a while. He was the D.C. for four seasons. He knows this system. He's talked about how he trusts and believes in Generally, the system they run offensively, we'll talk about that in a second, but he gets this defense. He knows the, the personnel. He elevated last year's middle linebacker, linebacker coach, I should say, to uh, defensive coordinator. So I expect the defense to just get better. I mean, they've got nine starters back. That's going to be a better defense than last year. So I think the defense is going to look good. So the interesting thing to me is he's mentioned the option isn't going anywhere, but he's also mentioned they need to be more unpredictable and incorporate more plays. So the way I take that is more passes, more different looks, more formations. And the key to getting first downs consistently, according to Newberry, is passing when they don't when they're not expecting it. See, in the past, Navy always used to use the vertical game, just like Air Force, just like uh uh Army. Sure. They use these these triple option teams use the vertical pass, right? Well, Navy this year wants to bring in more mid to short range passing in different formations. So I think that overall, does this translate to Navy being better? I don't know. Who knows if they're going to be better? But I think what it translates to is the first week of the season and the first quarter and second quarter of the season, it's going to be so unpredictable that Notre Dame's going to have to have a while to catch up. And Navy always is capable of those long sustained drives. So I think we're getting a recipe here with Navy holding the football, long sustained drive, using that new diverse offense. And as I mentioned, defense, it's nothing to to write home about, but nine starters back, this defensive continuity in the coaching staff. I think that if, big if with this handicap, if Navy plays their primary run-heavy style and incorporates some wrinkles, I think they'll be in a really good spot in the first half. And also, let's talk about the going to Ireland uh, factor in the handicap that can't be ignored. They've been there for a while, right? I think that, that that fatigue is a wash for both teams. There's not going to be one team that's more fatigued going in. Right. But I think that what we can look at is linemen being more fatigued throughout the game. And so I think running and being mm. physical at the line of scrimmage is going to in- impact the linemen more in, in Ireland. So everyone, everyone is going to have a heavier fatigue factor. But I think this provides an opportunity to get a worn-down Notre Dame defense earlier in the game, just earlier than normal, right, than if... 
if if Navy, Navy can get that ball going on the ground. So there are some ifs here, right? If Navy runs the ball a lot, if they can have success and wear down Notre Dame early in, in, in the game. And I don't want to, I want to be clear here. I'm not just talking about Navy getting worn down by, or, or uh, Notre Dame getting worn down by Navy. I'm just saying there's going to be more of a chance of Notre Dame wearing down earlier than we would get in like a normal setting. That's all I'm saying. There's, it's just going to happen quicker. So I think overall, good spot for Navy. By the way, the overrunner in the first half is 26 and a half. And for that reason, I also kind of lean under. I'm not going to make it a bet because we know how quickly both these teams can score, especially with Sam Hartman and the passing and Notre Dame's vertical attack. Sure. Um, last thing here, last point. I know this is kind of a long handicap, but last point. A lot of people make first half bets because they like the favorite and it's just like a smaller number, right? If Alabama's minus 30, a lot of people go, ah, I like the first half bet for 14, right. man. I like right. that. Just because it's 14 instead of 30. It's like the... If you're going to bet the first half, you need a reason to bet the first half. You need an actual tangible reason. And in my opinion, like I just laid out, there is a reason. Because over the course of a game, Notre Dame may open up. This offense may open up. If they do go vertical, there's probably more of a propensity for scoring the second half for Notre Dame. They'll make adjustments to what they see Navy do in the first half. So I don't like the game because Navy in the second half, I don't trust. Navy in the first half... New offense, new system, new look, I do trust. So there's an actual tangible reason why I'm betting first half here and not just because it it's it's, you know, I feel like I can hang on for, for the number. So Navy plus eleven and a half first half is uh, my first bet, best bet of the year. Okay, so I'll give you another reason why I like that first half pick. Um, that that maybe you haven't factored in yet. Yes. And that listeners should be aware of moving forward throughout the season. This is the first year with the new rule change where the clock doesn't stop after first downs until the last two minutes. So, uh, you know, again, I'm sure the the books have factored this kind of thing in, but I would guess the general market has not. Can I react in an Ireland style? Of Bl- course. Blimey, Will. You've gotten something there. Oh, uh, something sharp? You've got I, something I found something blimey. sharp and pokey. Yeah, I mean, hey, look, blimey. there's going to be less points scored overall in these games uh, because we're so used to every first down the clock stops. Yes. You're going to get uh, longer possessions that take up more time on the clock because of that. So I, I got to use little ladies room. Can the, you finish this and start the next game and I'll be back? Yeah, All absolutely. Right. So uh, Tyler taking a little tinkle. Um, <laughs> we love that. So, yeah, I mean, look, I think that you're I think that it may take a while for the betting market to catch up to that. And I think that first half total unders or if you're maybe you're on the in Tyler's case, he's on the, the dog here to cover. I think a lot of like first half unders or just maybe full game total unders maybe the way to go in the first few weeks of the season because of this new rule and a lot of people aren't really factoring that into their betting per se. Well, yeah, and with a run heavy team like Navy. For sure, exactly. They could have uh, they could have they, they have a possession that literally takes up an entire quarter. Yeah. 15 minutes by, by this. We're talking about now basically NFL style rules uh, when it comes to clock management until those last 2 minutes. So you're just going to get a lot less possessions in general. So yeah, I mean that that for sure favors Navy, right? They're, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I don't know, but then again like I'm definitely higher than Tyler is on Sam Hartman's impact on Notre Dame. I'm interested to see as they break in a new offensive coordinator what that looks like. But to me, like the upgrade at Sam Hartman is huge. And so this is still a a, a Notre Dame team that is talented enough to blow the brakes off of Navy. Sure. And if you're gonna get one of these option teams, first year or first game out of the shoot is maybe best because you get more prep time. But I like the pick as well. I'm not gonna go any any bet board pick. If I was gonna give out a pick here, I'd probably give 
Navy plus 20 and a half, especially if it no crept picks, up though. to... No, no bet board, though. No bet board. If it crept up to 21, I'd be all over Navy because, again, I just think that we're going to have a lot of lower scoring games in general with the new uh, time, uh, new clock rules. So I, I think these larger spreads, you're not going to see them cover as much throughout the year. Do you guys like how in the bathroom in the studio, there's a picture, a signed Brian Greasy picture in there? Oh, sure. Greaseball. We love yeah. Brian Greasy. Classy. Michigan grad. It's random, but classy. Um, I flew on a uh, on the same plane as him from Denver to Columbus really? for a Michigan-Ohio State game. Yep. We had a, a short conversation after the, the flight because I was the only guy in Michigan gear. <laughs> and uh, yeah, well, there you go. fun stuff. Love, shout out Brian Greasy. Big fan of the show. Um, okay, Tyler, next game. Uh, next on the docket, isn't it uh, my pick I gave out before? Isn't you, it? UTEP, uh, do, Jacksonville State, is that right? Do we have the uh, order of the games pulled up? Um, I can pull it up real quick. All right. So, uh, but yeah, I, I, so it's a, uh, yeah, UTEP and Jacksonville State. Pick them. Here's what we're going to do. So, is it pick them? I think it's. It's now a pick them, yeah. Okay, because it dipped down to minus one. Oh, interesting. Um, all right. So, here's what we're going to do. So, let me check. Right now, we're going to play back. I got minus one. You do? Yeah. Yeah, it is minus one right now. For uh, San Jose State? No. UTEP. Or, or UTEP, UTEP, sorry. Yeah. Uh, UTEP yeah, minus, minus, minus one. one. All right, so here's what we're going to do. I don't like this game um, at minus one. You know, I gave it out on this show on the 4th of July at plus two. Go back and listen. As I say, receipts Value. are there. Uh, so we did a 4th of July show, and this is why I recommend, listen, you know, the offseason, we give picks out. I gave out... UTEP plus two. It's currently minus one. The reason is, based on my power rankings, I've got UTEP about a pick them. Plus two provides serious value. I mean, that's that's a very, very big number. That, that's about a nine and a half percent edge. It's currently minus one. I wouldn't take anything here. It's pa- it's past the barrier. So that, that right there shows you bet the numbers. You don't bet the teams. You bet the numbers. But I do like UTEP. So what we're going to do right now is play back the handicap, just so I don't have to take a f- another five minutes doing the same thing. Sure. If you're interested in why I made the bet plus two and you're still interested in making the bet yourself, we'll replay that and then uh, just come back and do some more handicapping. Yeah, lots of time traveling going on in this show. Lots We're time bouncing travel. around. Right, I love it. Look, yeah, I mean, look, play. I think that UTEP is by far the better team. I'll just give my little spiel yeah, before for we sure, play for your sure. thing. For sure. Um, but I think it's interesting because I would guess that a lot of the betting public will be trying to fade Jacksonville State since Dion left at a bunch of players. No, left no, that was him. Jackson State. Oh right! Yeah, this is Jacksonville, Jacksonville State. State. Yeah. Wow. I mean, how out of how out of the loop am I? I don't know anything about Jacksonville State. All right, then play the. Let, <laughs> let's go straight to Tyler's Tyler's. Well, breakdown. here's the thing. Here, let, let, me, let me give you a, a ten second thing. They're moving up from the FCS. Okay. So James Madison did last year, and everyone's freaking out because they did well. So that's part of the handicap. We'll play that back right now. Uh, let's play that. We're gonna take UTEP plus two. At Jacksonville State, and he, we got a, a breakdown right here. So um, UTEP is a really good team. They're going to be, I think, at the top of near the top Conference USA this year. Um, they have a lot to prove, but when it comes to being the best team, you know, behind WKU and certain teams like that, but I think they're going to be good. This is going to be Ga- uh, Gavin Hardison's fifth year as a, a starting quarterback. So he's made mistakes before, like last year I noticed there uh, a stark difference when he threw the ball a lot and then when they had a rushing game plan they held him back he threw 15 20 25 times in a game and I split it up and I split the six game because it's pretty down the middle six games where he threw the ball a lot six games where he didn't I had the demarcation about like 28 to 30 throws because um, there were none that fell like in that window so 
Um, when he threw more than 30 times, his average QBR was 28. When he threw less than uh, 28 times, his average QBR was 20, was uh, 58. So it jumps about 30 points last year. Now he's got some guys back. He's got experience. I think he's going to play really well. Running back Deion Hankins is back. He was second team All-Conference USA last year. And uh, look out for Mike Franklin, right? The question is who's going to play backup this year? Who's going to be the backup running back at those those carries and, you know, second down, potentially third down. Mike Franklin is a big 230-pound running back. Dimmel loves him. Dana Dimmel loves him. And he's going to get some some looks, I think. He was recruited by Washington. So he chose okay. between those two schools. Um, he had 1,500 yards at Contra Costa College. Contra Costa? Of course, the fighting, uh, what do you guys think they are? Contras. <laughs> uh, the Sandinistas. Yeah, I don't know. And uh, they do have Tyron Smith back. Thousand-yard receiver last year. He had seven touchdowns, too. So I think this is going to be a good offense. By the way, one of the best offensive lines and defensive lines in Conference USA, according to Phil Steele. So when they match up with Jacksonville State, Jacksonville State's coming up from the FCS. And I think a lot of this in my opinion, overreaction in the, in the market is what James Madison did last year. Same situation. James Madison, perennial FCS contender. They come up, blow everyone away, destroy the, the, the markets. But this has happened in the past. Like We're so focused on these last years, last year, last couple of years. The question is, is Jacksonville State that loaded? Can they just come in and dominate? And I don't think so. Their line is where it starts. Just talked about UTEP. Offensive and defensive line, I think they're going to have a big advantage here. And just look at what they've done last couple of seasons. So last year, Jacksonville State went nine and two. They got they they did what they needed to do, got the call up. But the year before that, five and six. The year before that, not a bad bad season. But then the year before that, six and six. So two of the last three seasons, five and six, six and six in the FCS. So I know they've had their run. Like I said, now I I, I don't think they're going to be a bad team. So if you're a Jacksonville State fan, I think they're actually going to be good as the season goes on. But UTEP, like I mentioned, one of the best offensive and defensive lines in the conference. And Conference USA, <laughs> they're still probably one of the worst conferences in college football. But Can't they're say getting that on July better. 4th. They're getting you. better, okay? They're getting better. They're getting some players. I think Jacksonville State's going to have an average to below average offensive and defensive line. So here's the big factory also, Rich Rod. Rich Rod is Shout the coach out. of Jacksonville State. And he's trying to, you know, put them on the map their first year in. I just don't know if that experience is worth enough. So uh, 16 starters coming back, nine on offense. Jacksonville State's going to have a lot of the players that went nine and two last year. So if they did have, you know, the talent that they say they did and that the market thinks they do, then we'll see. But UTEP last year, five and seven, but they're making huge strides. Now, here's the thing. Dana Dimmel, when he took over, a couple bad seasons, and then one and 11, three and five, Seven and five in a three-year span, and then last year, by the way, the seven and five season, they started six and one before some injuries. Last year, they went uh, five and seven, kind of a, a down year, but they did have a win against Boise, and they had some real tough road losses to Rice, UTSA. Remember, they also lost to OU. Mm-hmm. That's tough when you go five and seven, don't make a bowl. So, overall, I'll take UTEP plus the two against Jacksonville State on the road. We'll go UTEP plus two. What do you think, Will? Miners. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely not. Won't be a bet board. Shout out to the <laughs> UTEP Miners. Uh, I, I'm with you on that one. Okay, next up, Tyler. What do we got? We got is this Hawaii Vandy? Right, where, next, where are we going? We got, so there's a cluster of games starting next. We want to go in order. 
The next two games are UMass, New Mexico State, and okay. then Ohio, San Diego State. I have a blurb for every game, pretty much. We love blurbs. So let, let me give some blurbs out. So UMass, New Mexico State. I, let me see my blurb here. I numbered my pages, by the way. They're numbered. Oh, we love that. He's <laughs> yes. organized. Okay. New Mass, New Mexico State. I actually kind of have a, a lean here. New Mexico State is minus six and a half at home. Uh, I kind of lean with the Aggies. So Jerry Kill, last year with New Mexico State, he actually did a really good job getting them to their second bowl since 1960. Think about that. Seven and six. We thought we've had about as Buffs fans for a while. 1960, second bowl. They've got nine starters back on offense that finished third in uh, Conference USA in efficiency. And uh, at UMass, look, Don Brown, ask Will, Michigan fan, He's doing what he does, improving that defense. They jumped from 121st to 76th last year in a defensive efficiency. But I've got UMass as my second worst team in the in the country in FBS and five points worse in New Mexico State. So I've, I feel like the Aggies' home field is way more than one and a half. So I think six and a half is a pretty decent lean there for me. So that's my my notes on that game. Okay, love um, it. I'm gonna I'm not giving out an official pick, but I I do love Don Brown. But if I had to pick, I'd pick. New Mexico State also because their logo looks kind of like Doc Holliday. It's pretty badass. Okay. He's like a like a cool cowboy. He's got pistols and everything. Don Brown, Doc Holliday, <laughs> Doc Brown, full circle. Okay, next game: Don Ohio, Brown. San Diego State. This is my game where I have two picks. I'm betting on Ooh. the spread and I'm betting on the over under. So the spread, we're going San Diego State minus two. I can't believe it's dropped to two. We're taking the home team. Uh, I also like under 50. So I like under 50, San Diego State minus two for these following reasons. First off, everyone to me seems to be on Ohio. It seems like kind of the sexy pick because Ohio is obviously going to be a very good team this year, much improved. And at one point, this line was what, plus four. So it's gotten bet down a lot. And I get it. Like I get why Ohio looks like they could be a good Mac team. But it's a lot to go to the West Coast the first week of the season against a good San Diego State team. Ohio was super consistent under Frank Solich, you know? And I hate Frank Solich. I think he's a cheater and a scumbag when he coached at Nebraska. <laughs> but, <laughs> I was going to say, where is this coming from? But, now it makes sense. Yeah, but I mean, he was at Nebraska for a little bit. They had success. But he, Will, he was here for 16 seasons here. He was at Ohio, I said Frank Solich, right. for 16 years. 115 wins, 82 losses. He only had two losing seasons. So, I mean, Ohio was the definition of consistency in their in, in action for years and years and years. Tim Albin, okay, I think he's still got a ton to prove. So, look, I know it's not you know his first season, but he's got a lot to prove at the helm. So, like I said, the consistency, everything they've been used to, you don't just take over a program and keep that going in Ohio. I'm sorry, but you don't, especially with the recruiting they've had. Yep. And so you have to look at his record, right? Al, this is Albin's third year, uh, year here. Again, Tim, Tim Albin, their new coach, his third year here. He's 13-13 overall. First season, 3-9. and nine. Last season, 10-4. and four. So the question is obviously like, damn, 10-4 and four last year. How good is this team? Obviously, he knows what he's doing, right? They're going to be very good. To me, the question is, can San Diego State in this handicap play defense? Because last year in... Uh, Ohio's 10-4 and four season, Ohio was shut down by top 30 FEI defenses. Utah was 11th. They allowed 7 points. Boise was 30th. They allowed uh, 13. Air Force, they, they were right around there. They dropped out of the 30, or uh, they were like right outside 30th, like 32nd. Uh, they held them to 3 points. So, I mean, 
You get a good defense, that really shut down Ohio. So where was San Diego State last year? They were 29th in that category. So I think that if you look at San Diego State, who on defense brings back a lot in the secondary, the only question to me for San Diego State is the defensive line. And Brady Hoke, that's his specialty. He's done that for his whole career. So I trust San Diego State at home in this situation. Now, I know that Ohio has one of the best secondaries but I don't think that San Diego State's just going to throw it all over the field. I think they established line of scrimmage. I think we see some breakthrough players because no one looks at San Diego State and sees an elite team, elite offense. Where's it going to come from? Where, right. where all these players are going? I think this is one of the teams in college football where we see breakthrough players like tight end Jay Rudolph, who should be a big player in the offense. He's had two catches in two years. He's not been a big factor. I think he's going to be a big uh, receiver, Philip Wesley, right? The good receiver transfer from West Carolina. Uh, Raphael Williams. Like, none of these guys are being factored in. I think they're all going to have good years and very good start to the season. Their quarterback's back, uh, Jalen Maiden, who had a decent year last year, 2,000 yards, 12 touchdowns, 10 picks. But overall, San Diego State minus two, under 50 for all those reasons, are two of my best bets. Love it. Okay. Now, let me... uh, Would you say that... Get some tea here. My throat's going... I've been doing a lot of podcasting. But real quick, hang on. Would you say that, uh, that Ohio... I mean, they're they're a state university within the state of Ohio, right? As far as I'm concerned, that's so correct. So there are more than one uh, Ohio State Universities. Great. I uh, <laughs> just wanted to get that one out first. Uh, look, I love the pick. Uh, I'll, I'm going to roll with San Diego State as well. Brady Hoke has been wearing a headset the last couple of years. Uh, that's that's like taking the chains off him that killed him at Michigan. He never wore a headset. Now he's got a headset. He's involved. He's talking to coaches. Uh, I'm all about the it. headset I, handicap. I, I don't know about the uh, the under just yet, although while you were peeing, I was kind of explaining why I think I'm going to be taking a lot of unders early in the season because, again, I think that the betting market won't be maybe won't be as sharp to realize that there's going to be lower scoring games with the new rules, but I'll take San Diego State minus two as well. Right. We're both on it. Does my throat sound okay? Am I, is my voice okay? No, you sound I'm, great. I feel like I'm starting to lose it a little bit. But. No, no, you're great. All right, cool. Uh, for this next... Hey. Good thing for the voice. For this next handicapper, there's not a handicap. So I don't have a the lot on blurb. Hawaii. So Hawaii Vanderbilt. That's the next game on the schedule. I don't have a ton for this game. I don't know if you do. But what I thought we'd do, this last year was my favorite handicap in studio. Last year, Vanderbilt went to Hawaii. Whoop their ass. And you two were very defiant on <laughs> yeah. how much you loved Hawaii were at home. begging to bet Hawaii at home. As a matter of fact, the line moved from Hawaii plus two and a half to <laughs> Hawaii plus eight or nine. And yeah, a lot of money was it. coming in. And I still ended up taking Vandy because you two yeah. last year were all over. So, Ryan, it's only like 40, 45 seconds. We're yeah. going to replay last year. We're This is almost exactly a year ago today. Re, replay last year's handicap. And this is like a, a condensed version. There's some editing. Last year's <laughs> handicap with the surefire bet week, uh, week zero, <laughs> Vanderbilt going in the uh, <laughs> tough, so con- tough confines of Hawaii. I mean, wow. Talk about a, an opening road game uh, for Vanderbilt to go all the way at Hawaii. <laughs> I'm I mean, wow. Hawaii. They, put, they opened up two and a half point favorites. It's all the way up to eight. I love Hawaii plus eight right here. To me, <laughs> that's all day. That baby. is a, a bit of a trap game. I know that Clark Lee thinks YouTube that. You two are just making me want to take it based on YouTube being so excited about this line. <laughs> Dude, it just makes it, me want to naturally. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I would have liked Hawaii at two and a half. Yeah, I'm not probably. your argument will. But, You're not but, sounding that, that, that. That's such a tough week 
zero game. I like Hawaii plus yeah. eight. Okay, so just to be transparent, going into the show, I was like, nah, that's a, that's a pass. You know, I don't think much of it. You two are kind of <laughs> sucked you in. You, you kind of have you some, bet board it. Yeah, I want to go against you. Yeah, bet board. I, I, I don't. Any any time. Like go okay. on a spiel about why that was bad. Final score, 63-10. Yeah, they Vanderbilt. smoked him. They sm- well, first we of all, may have been 63-10. off. 63-10. We're They're, not going to hit them we all. We were off by a couple of points, sure. But, uh, yeah, I mean. I like when Will goes, I'd take him down to two and a half. I'll take him plus two and a half. Historically speaking, Hawaii on the island doesn't lose much. <laughs> However, yes, it was a horrible pick. Yeah. I'm willing to admit it. And you should be thankful for us, Tyler, because... Smitty and I are like a weather vane for square betting. No, so hey, like, I know. I don't like it. I don't want we to like show you where the currents are heading, and then you can factor that into your actual professional analysis. All so. right. We've only got two games left. Uh, going in order, Sandy, or San Jose State yes. at USC, and then we'll finish up. I only have a blurb about FIU and Louisiana Tech, so this is really the last handicap. Perfect. But uh, So, again, my picks are or were. Let's see. Have I given out four yet? I thought I had four. You've I have the three. over under there. You've given out three. Look, it's a huge line. USC is 31 and a half point home favorites. Maybe um, it is only three. Let me check. Of course, this. it's a massive line. And, and oh, no, UTEP is the pick. We're not counting that either. I gave that a plus two. Right, okay. So that's technically a, p- a pick as well. Yeah, okay. I mean, for here, it's just like, are you brave enough to take 31 and a half? Because we certainly expect USC to just be a powerhouse this year. Right. Um, are they Are they going to be? Are they going to blow San Jose State out of the water? Okay, here? so I've got some numbers here, some good numbers. So Lincoln Riley actually starts very, very quick as a head coach. He's been a head coach for six years. This is going to be a second. Seventh. He's five and one against the spread, and his teams score in, in a week lot. one games you in mean? week one or zero, depending on when they sure. play. First game, first game of the year, they score a lot. His teams at OU and USC, they're averaging fifty three point six points a game. We <laughs> the first Damn. Damn. that's, that's crazy. And yeah. so when they get these opponents, it's sixty six nothing, fifty six ten. They blow out teams that that they're supposed to. So I see a team who should start fast. So to me. Offense is not the question. It's defense. And that's always been the question with USC, right? That's the elephant in the room, the obvious elephant in the room. Or should we say the Spartan in the room? Isn't that San Jose State's mascot, the Spartans? Yes. Yeah. So there's a Spartan in the room. Interesting. But is their defense going, or is USC's defense going to be improved and going to be what Alex Grinch is promising them to look like? I'm not so sure. Because last year, as we talked about at nauseum, this defense relied on turnovers, and that can't be recreated. So as long as they can elevate about 25 to 35 spots in efficiency, both pass rush and in the secondary, I don't see it happening. So, you know, you look overall at San Jose State, their offense, they've got nine starters back. That's why it's not a bet for me is because San Jose State, this is a team that will be able to move the football, right? Good offense last year. Their quarterback, who threw for 3,000, rushed for almost 600 last year, he's back. They do lose three or four receivers, so it's like – What's the the talent and athleticism discrepancy going to be on the outside? But overall, I think San Jose State losing so much on defense, probably going to be too much to overcome. And and USC probably going to pull away. I'd probably lean USC honestly. But and by the way, when I talk about the defense, they're losing. San Jose State's losing uh, four of the top seven tacklers. They've only got five starters back. Lost a few transfers. So you know, overall, I think what is it? Thirty and a half. You said yeah. Yeah, it's 30, a pass. 31 and a half. 31 and a half even? Damn, yeah. that's a pass for me. I'd lean USC, but pass. Look, I'm going to be betting pretty much all these games because it's the only games we can bet on, and it's week zero. <laughs> so I will say I'm going to I'm gonna take USC here. And again, like even though uh, it's a massive line, obviously I talked about wanting to kind of go under on stuff. Like I think that especially week one when it comes to some of these uh, like top-tier 
college football programs. Like they have every incentive to score often and early. And by the way, keep it going. Cause like even once they bring their starters out, then you have guys, it's early in the season. Guys are still probably fighting for a position. I think you just, you're going to see teams that are motivated to come out and play. And so, yeah, I could see USC still scoring a lot of points late in this game. Um, e- even when they're up huge. So I'll, uh, I will give out uh, USC minus 31 and a half, although I hate having to pick it officially, but yes. A huge part of what I do in my handicapping is math. And if you haven't been in school in a long time and you want to do more of what I do, incorporating math in your handicapping, just wrapping your head around how you might do that, I don't recommend spending thousands of dollars going back to school. What I recommend is spending a hundred or a couple hundred bucks, go to Skillshare, and you can get classes from X professionals ex uh, uh, teachers professors or even current professors who do this on the side online at skillshare.com now you can look at math stuff other classes like that but you can also find interesting classes art classes photography classes all different kinds of skills if you want to hone a little bit more check them out on skillshare.com put in promo code tailgate for a huge discount on your first purchase and i think it's 30 percent off the first year that's big will 30 percent is a big number for the first year big time you can get big savings and I like how they do it because it's a flat fee. You sign up and you can have access to all different kinds of courses, yeah. all different kinds of classes. So that's where I got my 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 beginning. Before I went back to MIT and things like that, I learned a lot of my base at Skillshare. It's totally doable. You can help your handicapping immediately with Skillshare. So check them out online, Skillshare.com. Don't forget to put in promo code TAILGATE when you sign up. I want to see if uh, if Urban Meyer's leadership and character class at Ohio State is available on Skillshare. Because <laughs> if you don't remember, he, he took that class after he yeah. retired because of a bunch of bad shit at Ohio State. He taught a character and leadership class. So maybe that one's on there. I want to learn how Herb checks the oil. He's yeah. got good wrist dexterity, as they say. <laughs> All right. Uh, I only have a note for FIU at Louisiana Tech. Um, and I actually have a lean as well. So for all these other games, I'm giving leans. If you want to force we something. We like leans. Oh, I we're like the, forcing it week zero, baby. Yeah, the we got to have something to bet on. All right, so I'm going to lean Louisiana Tech minus 11. The reason it's a lean, you could have gotten this minus nine a couple weeks ago. I've got FIU ranked as my worst team in college football, dead last in the FBS. And I've got Louisiana Tech about seven and a half points better, right? You factor in home field, everything together. It's a pure power ratings lean with Louisiana Tech there. But FIU, I think they're going to be bad this year, Will. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think I'd probably lean Louisiana Tech as well. Like most of the money that's bet on the game is on Louisiana Tech, whereas like the ticket split is almost like 50-50. And so that would make me think that like the sharp bettors like yourself are, are much more on Louisiana Tech. Um, I just don't know what to think of FIU yet. So uh, again, I'll, I'll join you on the leaning side of Louisiana Tech, which means come Saturday I'm going to be betting it. I'm going to be putting real money on it. Because yes, you will be. We got to have a parlay for for Week Zero College Football, Tyler. Of course so, we do. So that's what I'm going to do. So. Uh, by the way, check out uh, uh, next week. I'll bring my power ratings. Love it. We'll go over all that. If we mention this later in the show, because of all of our time shifting, time around, traveling, time traveling this around, like a Christopher Nolan movie. Um, Patreon. We've got a Patreon this year. It's only five bucks a month, and I will put my power ratings up there, amongst a lot of other things that we're going to post for the show. Little little nuggets of extra content, but uh, there will be my power ratings top fifty, so you can see how it works, how what my top fifty looks like. You can yell at me on Twitter at the show's Twitter at at uh, what is it? Twitter? CFB underscore pod. At CFB underscore pod. But yep. that's on our Patreon college football tailgate on Patreon. So next week I'll bring my power ratings. We'll talk 
all different kinds of surprises. Maybe this week you can look at my top 50 and pick out like a couple teams you disagree with. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, next week is going to be amazing because we're probably going to have like 15 games to break down. Yeah. Like uh, week week one is always amazing. There's games all weekend. And so, yeah, I, I'm so pumped to, to watch some games this weekend. Uh, but we'll be back in the studio next Wednesday. Follow us on Twitter at CFB underscore pod. I know you're both Office fans, right? You guys like The Office? Sure. You know the episode where Karen can't find her salt and vinegar, hers potato chips? Yeah, and, and Jim, Jim goes on a hunt to find them. It's right. actually Pam. Very romantic. No, no, no. no it's no, Karen. It's Karen, yeah. I gotta fill up in. When he's in the oh, new office. Oh, oh, oh. And so, oh, I thought of Jan. So I, for the first time Hot. in my life, tried <laughs> hers potato chips last week. Yeah. Have I you guys ever had a real them? brand? What I are they? Didn't hers? Hers. I believe it's H-E-R-R-S. A, I believe it's a Midwest product. I think so. Yeah, we don't have it in Colorado. Now, there is one in a location close to me. It's called Primo Hoagies. Ooh. I thought it was a rare kind of individual mom and pop, but it's not. It's more of a chain. But it's really good. I actually recommend it. You, you like their hoagies. The hoagies are delicious. They they got a lot of good stuff there. I like the the macaroni uh, salad. Delish. Sure. Top notch. They got some marinated mozza ball. Mozza. It's really good. Anyway, they're, they're not even a sponsor, and I'm talking about like this. But it's delicious. But they have hers chips. I've actually gone there a couple times just to get hers, and they know this because they don't have the individual bags. They've got all the bags, even the big ones, like the 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 big that you get in the grocery store. They only have those? Well, no, they've got all of them. they got an oh, individual, okay. they got medium, gotcha. and they got the big bags. So I've gone a couple times and just got the chips, and it's delicious. So I wonder the, if you can buy these online. Those have you ever salt and vinegar, on Amazon? I'm sure you can. The salt and vinegar ones I got, they're delicious. Like Karen is, she's got good taste in chips. Uh, and then they also and have then. like a mimicky wavy lay type of chip, which is delicious. We talked about that, like a Ruffles type. Uh, mm-hmm. They got all a bunch of flavors too that I haven't tried. Like if they got a barbecue, I want to try. But uh, recommend uh, hers chips if you haven't had it yet. That's like my new go-to. You guys got to try it. It's it is regional. I'm looking, and you know what? Also, is regional is hoagie. Like a lot of people call them subs. Some yeah. people call them heroes. Uh, a hoagie is a regional term too. I wonder where it's most prevalent, but definitely somewhere like the Northeast, oh, I would think. Yeah, Northeast for sure. Hoagies. Well, I love hoagie. that. Um, well, listen. Uh, for a bogey. I have something too that I want to bring up because I saw one of these. You got while, something. We're both hot. By the way, I, I'm actually pumped. I made the best time ever uh, driving over here. It was like every light w- was perfect. Uh, I made fantastic time. I was here on time, but I saw a sticker that enraged me. And I've talked with you guys about these before, and I I think I've stumbled upon a giant conspiracy. Can I say what it? I know what it is. Save the dolphins because you hate mar, uh, marine wildlife. No way. Um, no, you're not, you're a fan of the dolphins. I'm a fan of the dolphins. I I could deal with all. I'm the mixing tur- you up with someone. All else the enough. turtles being gone, so I could get my plastic straws back. <laughs> oh. But otherwise, um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, the I, this sticker that I've seen on cars everywhere recently. And it says, and it looks like it's uh, often it's like orange and it almost looks like a caution style sticker. And it says, be patient. I'm a student driver. And it's this, it's fucking bullshit. Were you it's patient? A, uh, no, but see, here's what I'm saying okay. is that people are putting these They're on their car strictly to get people, I think, to uh, <laughs> to not like road rage on them or to lay oh, off okay. them or not honk at them, which I understand. I understand that sentiment of like, hey, I found a, a little life hack here, a glitch in the matrix where I can have no one ever be mad at me while I'm driving. But the problem is they're everywhere. I see them everywhere. Uh, the, the car... 
two spots next to mine in my parking garage has one. That car's been there for months and it's new and I know they're not a new driver. Really? It's bullshit. So so, so now when I see it, I, it actually makes me want to fuck with these people okay. and honk at them and be aggressive. I, I only one. honk at student drivers. <laughs> I passed one last week and it was actually student driver. So that debunks your theory, but I'm going to keep an eye on now for this. I'm going to see if I don't happens. doubt that because obviously a student driver has to have like, that's <laughs> they, part they, of it. They do exist. But yes. you're going to start seeing more of these where and it's complete okay, no, bullshit. I'm going to start watching for it. I have something to add to this. I didn't it's know you're going here, but I have another one to put in that category. Okay. The baby on board. Oh, right? sure. Because yeah. I got passed last week by someone who had a baby on board right. sticker and I'm going, wait a minute. Yep. You want everyone around you to to succumb to you you're, you when you're driving because the baby's on board, but when the baby's not on board, you can drive like an asshole yourself and right. put everyone else in danger? I don't I'm gonna get I'm going to get that. a baby off-board sticker uh, on my... Baby like, on no <laughs> baby on board. Yeah, what? Like, uh, I get that we all love babies, but... I'm a fully grown adult. I'd like to not die. Also, like, why, <laughs> how come the babies get, get special treatment? It's ridiculous. Uh, with more aliens in the in they the, just take in up the space. Things, they they do nothing for the economy. It's not good. Human on board is the new one. <laughs> um, boys, Will. we're in the studio. It is week zero. We have college football this weekend. Oh my gosh, it feels so good. Um, oh, and it feels so good. Okay, I've changed my tune on week zero. I used to hate week zero. You did. You were a week zero hater. Now uh, you're pro week zero. I'm pro week zero. I just think it should be called week one. Was that my thing from before? Yeah, but it's not okay. week one though, because there's only oh like five God. games. That's why it's week zero. I thought that. See, I forgot what I, I forgot. Will's thing. <laughs> well, hold on. While we're on the topic, because it's coming up, how do you feel about Labor Day? No, 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 no. Okay, Our but wait. Then that. why why won't they just call the NFL? Uh, preseason the season if it's not if it's football because the games don't count towards the standings okay but these games don't really matter they don't oh, count towards yeah they don't they count towards the record yes but it's not they matter like to a, me damn it i know you're being like you're, they don't, you're trying to do a stand-up act right now but this is week one just because everyone doesn't play it should still zero, be called though. week one No, because week one is always okay, nothing has changed i thought holiday. i thought something has changed <laughs> nothing's changed um but i'm ready and and i actually i was going to do a week zero quiz we're moving the trivia to next week okay we're going to do right. a whole jeopardy style thing but i do have uh two leftover trivias from, from the week zero quiz number one who's the dog in nightmare before christmas i don't know his name uh, is like hold on skelly or no nope. bony or something Nope. it's uh it's a pun. It's a punny name. His name is. We got a shot clock here. Uh, the wheels God are moving. Damn it. Guys, I can it's see in it. Week zero. Oh, it's quiz. zero. There you go. His name is zero. Oh. Okay. Right. And then also week zero. So the name of this is a team who plays uh, week zero. Snakes are illegal in this U.S. state. Hawaii. No, that can't be right. There's got to be snakes in Hawaii. Correct, Will. Yep. So owning snakes a pet snake, you can't just make illegal. a wild animal, like one of the arresting snakes on the road. <laughs> no, that's right. How do, they, how do they get handcuffs on You them? just can't have them as a pet. Exactly there's got to be snakes in Hawaii. Or maybe there's not because it's an island. I don't know. So that's yeah, what so actually the Hawaii, they're like really strict on like vaccines that you have and sure. you can't bring like any... Can't bring your hamster You can't bring whatever. plants. Can't bring animals. Also, you can't build buildings larger than palm trees. By the way, for Hawaii, thoughts and prayers, of course, to all the victims of the crazy wildfire in Maui. So terrible stuff. All right, so that's the leftover from the week zero quiz. We got other stuff, right? We have okay. The, so of course we have week zero picks. We have a couple segments. We're going to break but down. But they already the, heard the picks, obviously. Right. So yeah. that's. But I, I'm, we'll give the caveat first. <laughs> yes. So we're going to be altering how we record these shows a little bit. So you're going to see a bit of of time travel. Oh, I so love basically, time travel. the way it works is we decided that maybe there's some listeners out there that are all in for football and for the picks, and then maybe they don't give a shit about. 
our uh, our review of this the most recent Simpsons episode or whatever, right? So let's put it this way: you know how I like to talk math. I think obviously Tyler uh, loves math. Close to one hundred percent of people who listen to this show like the picks, sure, and it's close to probably fifty percent like the other stuff, right? So we're gonna make it easy for these people. We're going to uh, we're gonna record the show a little differently. So we're actually going to start with kind of our fun segments, but the way it's going to play for you guys, we're going to go straight into football stuff. And if you want to stick around afterwards for the fun stuff, great. If you, if that's all you're into, I don't know what percentage of our listeners are like that, that are only here for the fun stuff. They can just fast forward right through the football, right? So it's going to be beautiful. So there will be the some timeless time traveling art of editing. Exactly. So at some point after I'm done speaking here, we're going to time travel and then we're going to go straight to football stuff. Um, and no, so, no, no. Football stuff happened, and we time traveled here. So now we this is our destination, right? Because football goes first. So or this is right. our destination. So we just tra- zoomed here. I guess like, I'm like confused on where we're going to cut it off. See, but it's okay. You know what? Time travel movies are confusing at first for everyone. <laughs> and I will say Very this before good we move point. on. Time is a flat line. Yep. Titanic is a time travel movie. Did you guys know this? Well, she's going. She's remembering stuff back in time, but it's not a time <laughs> travel movie, is it? Okay. No, this well, is perfect. I need to understand this. Okay. Tell me how. So it's a time travel movie because Jack is a time traveler from the future. There's several things to point to this. Is this it, like a fan fiction theory, though? This is a everything but James Cameron admitting this point blank. Okay. This has happened. Now, Will, don't start. Don't. I want you to, to pay attention to this because okay. it makes okay. sense. I was about to Google and start Jack looking at these theories. Comes back from, <clears throat> Jack comes back from the future. Mm-hmm. And we'll get to why. And, and well, let's just take one and a half minutes and do this. Not to okay? save the 90 good ship, seconds. apparently. 90 good seconds. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about why that is. But he comes back. His his key is to keep Rose from jumping. That's why the first time he interacts with her, it's she's about to jump over the side. For those who don't remember, she's about to sure. kill herself. It's kind of dark, actually, for several reasons. She's not even really wanted to be there. Right. He stops her. He has to stop her because if she jumps they inevitably are going to perform a U-turn. She's dating one of the most powerful men on the ship, about to marry him. It's standard procedure. They, they pull a U-turn, and that would have stopped them from hitting the iceberg. The theory goes, in the in the Titanic movie, like the, in James Cameron's... By the way, every single movie James Cameron's done has been some weird sci-fi except Titanic. No, give me a break. It's also a sci-fi. <laughs> Is... Uh, he needs him to hit the Titanic. That's like his twist. Is it needed to happen in history it, it, for good things to happen? His, because if it didn't hit, according to James Cameron, it would have been an even worse Hitler. Well, what happens actually is uh, the U.S. or the USS uh, Lusitania <laughs> yeah. got shot down. That's Started what brought World the USA War. into into the uh, World War II. Actually, the U.S. Well, no, the, that would be Pearl Harbor. But the Lusitania, I believe, was was. Uh, then maybe I'm remembering World War, an incorrect. World War I. Then maybe I'm, I'm remembering an incorrect ship. But the ship that no, brought no, you're the, right. The Lus- but I think it was World War One, the Lusitania. Okay. Correct. Okay. Uh, so yeah, yeah. So so the uh, the the ship that got attacked that brought the U.S. into the war actually wasn't a U.S. ship. Did I just say it was a U.S. ship? It wasn't. So the, the ship that got attacked that sparked things up, mm-hmm. they say in James in James Cameron's alternate world would have been the Titanic, and that would have brought the U.S. into the World War One way too early. See what happened is when that happened, the U.S. still didn't enter. Mm. They created the Preparedness Act. And the military, I think the U.S. military was like thirty or 40,000 people at that time. It was puny, teeny tiny. By the time the Preparedness Act was over and the U.S. entered the war, they had almost 2 million soldiers. So, so many people entered. The U.S. was ready. And it, it's largely argued if the U.S. entered too early, they would have lost and it would have been devastating for the country. The U.S. would not exist as we know it if they entered mm. too early. So, in this reality... He has to go back and ensure that the Titanic hits the the iceberg because if it doesn't, 
it brings the U.S. into the war too early, and it's horrible for the U.S. and millions of lives are Are there lost any hints result. in the movie about him like knowing so future many things? dudes? So many, like he's got a backpack that isn't created till like forty years in the future or like thirty years in the future. He tells a story about his dad on Lake whatever. Remember the story he tells? Not the, really. Well, he, it's been a he's, while. Since he's I've talking seen to it. Rose, and he's talking about this this fond story about his dad on Lake whatever it is. That's a man-made lake that wasn't built until several years after the Ooh, Titanic sank. So spooky. all these little things that, that James Cameron slipped in, it's a time travel movie. Okay, now here's my counter-argument. Yes. This is my... Uh, I love the theory, by the way. Love it. However, my counter-argument is that actually why Jack fucked up and shouldn't have done any of this is that he wants to intentionally sink the Titanic right to for all the reasons. Now, here's my theory. If he saves the ship... All of those lives are saved. He still gets to bang Rose or whatever, which I'm sure was one of his goals as well. <laughs> and then uh, and then they do sink the tower. Maybe they sink the Titanic, whatever. The U.S. gets into World War One too early. We lose the war. Does that prevent Hitler from happening in World War II? Mm-hmm. He was a soldier in World War One, and Germany losing World War One. So actually, I think I may have found the real correct uh, answer Will, here. Will found it. You know what? Leo DiCaprio, blonde hair, blue eyes. <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, it really is all, all right, perfect. We really right. stumbled on Should we get to our shits? first game of the season? Yes. All right, this is our first game. Oh, wait, wait, first. Uh, yes. uh, sorry, before we get to picks, I apologize. No, it's we, fine. Uh, we we got to review um, uh, the Johnny Manziel doc. Oh, God. Do we have to? Yeah, you watched it. I watched it. Somebody yeah, had already course. seen it. Uh, yes. We don't have to like spend a ton of time on I it, but I have some. Look, I don't think we should spend much time on this. That's fine. Did uh, you not like it? No. Interesting. No, I didn't. And I'll let you go first. Well, I, I, I didn't like love it. I didn't think it was the greatest documentary in the world. I don't think that you learned all that much that we didn't already know from the Johnny Manziel saga, uh, saga. But I did think there were a couple of notes that were interesting was he made way more money than I thought from the autograph signings. Yeah. So like he was saying he was making like 30000 for each signing. At one point, he had 100000 you know, uh, under his mattress. So he probably had even more than that at some point. And so he's making more money than I thought. His friend who he was doing this like whole autograph signing business with got fucked over the hardest because then like he just separated from him and doesn't even talk to him anymore. And that's the guy that was like covering his ass. He came up with the whole idea about Johnny Manziel coming from oil money that then became something that, that all of the sports media talked about like it was fact. And that was just his. He just leaked it out to a couple people. Totally wasn't true. That guy got fucked over. Um, and then like I also just thought it was really interesting that you Kevin someone was not involved in that documentary at all. They had yeah, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury, yeah. who was the offensive coordinator, but they didn't interview Kevin someone. And I wonder what that like uh, relationship, you know, status is like, or why he wasn't part of that. Look, I thought the whole thing was bizarre. I thought it was so strange. Usually, documentaries are made to tell a story. It takes you on a journey. There's right. a finite reason it's being made. There's a point to be made at the end. There's a resolution. You, It's like a good movie. Right. You walk away and it's like, there was a beginning, middle, end. The person learned their lesson, whatever, or didn't, and that's the point of the story. It was like he kind of did, but he's right. drinking a beer, he's but he didn't. And, bong hits and they and- <laughs> just breezed right past it. Like the whole documentary was... 70% of it, the first 70% was how great he was, a football right. player, and how electric he was. Then the next, you know, 10% was drugs, alcohol, messing up, ruining his life. And then the last 20%, yeah, well, things are okay because it's the life goes on and right. I'm back around my face. I was like, what What was this? What's, what, was the, what was the point of this? Right. Like you said, we didn't learn anything. Right. I didn't, I didn't learn anything. I didn't know about Johnny football except... 
he still doesn't get it. Like, right. that's the one thing I learned. Like, let's do a documentary in, in 20 years and see if he's actually changed because there's nothing that's... I, right. It, like, if it would be one thing if he's on a new journey and he's starting new things and that he's makes sense. making changes. It's like, okay, this is the Johnny Manziel story. He's gone from the depths to where he is now. He's still just, like, hanging out, being Johnny football, still doing the same thing. Well, you know, you can't take it too seriously. And I, I just didn't like it. Interesting. Yeah. It left me with a bad taste in my mouth. Just like... uh a bad kielbasa. A bad hoagie. A bad hoagie. I'll do the um, same thing. Smitty, what did you think of it? Did you like it? Um, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun watch. Um, the one thing I took away from it is I really thought about what I thought about Johnny Manziel while all that stuff was going down. And then after watching the documentary, I realized I would have done the exact same fucking thing if I was in his shoes with all that money and right. just all that popularity. I it's it's really it, you would have worn a disguise and gone to Vegas and played craps till 3 a.m. <laughs> the night before like, yeah maybe uh, yeah <laughs> I mean I was a moron when I was 21 I, I know that yeah stash. give me millions 19, of dollars it even. really is like maybe how, how do these kids really transfer to the NFL and like right. you know high first round picks and are able to get that kind of money and not be an idiot about it um, right so yeah, I mean, it, like Tyler said, I mean, look, these documentaries—they're not gonna. The people involved in the situations—they're not going to sign up for something that's going to make them look bad. So, yes, I think it was hyped. Um, kind of a spoiler. Wait for Swamp Kings. There I'll just go. leave it at that. Um, <laughs> and but yeah, I thought it was fun. But hold on. I mean, it's nothing that we didn't know. Someone, I'm sure that there is a rocky relationship to this day right. between A&M, Sumlin, A&M, yeah. Sumlin, and Manziel. That's why he wasn't a part of it. Um, yeah, I mean, it was it was okay. But when you say you don't want to look bad in, in the documentary, it's like if he's gotten to a place where he's mature and he's grown up. I'm not saying him. There's a reason Johnny Football was in the, that that documentary is because it basically just jerked him off for an hour. Right, right, right. It was, so, yeah, so, so why would they bring Kevin Sumlin to right. say something other than right? That? Anyway, I, I give it a thirty-one and a half. What what's our system for this one? Should we go the bills, y'all? Uh, give him thirty-one bucks. Yeah, or bong yeah. rips or something. Yeah, or, yeah. Or you know, uh, I mean, that was like the fake first, mustaches. Ninety seconds into the into the fucking documentary, he's ripping like bong hits on his back porch. I so. say, I say, uh, <laughs> fake mustaches. Fake mustaches? Yeah. yeah. That's the Johnny Menzel disguise. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot yeah. he went out <laughs> So I give it 31.1 fake mustaches. Okay. I'd go I'd go couple, 50. A couple whiskers on that I'd point go one. 50 on the dot. It was very. It was a coin flip right, on whether I liked say? it or not. Uh, yeah, 50. All right. There you 50. go. All right, let's get to our first game of the year. Picks, baby. Picks? Yeah. No, my first game of the year. Oh, right. Okay. I'm, st I'm stupid. I, I still have stuff. That's why I thought you were... Yeah, I'm sorry. No. I'm confused. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when you were like, let's get to our first game, I was like, oh, he's right. We got to get the football picks in. Yes. Okay. Thank you. No, this game. Tell, tell us... Because this is actually a very interesting game, and the title in itself confused me, but I need it you to explain it. It is an interesting game, and uh, it's called OK or Day Class A. Here's how it works. You guys tell me... Are each of these things okay? No big deal. Yeah, it's okay. That's fine, Tyler. You're okay with that. Or day class A. What does that word mean? Day class A means not classy. It's an office word. Is it a real it's word? In the office. Uh, I don't know if day class A is a real word. It's spelled D-E-C-L-A-S-S-E. -S -S -E. It is real. It says having fallen in social status. Yeah, so day class A. So does this bring me back in social status? Does this make me 
not classy. Trashy. These things. Okay. And actually, I'm going to start off with the topic that created this entire whirlwind because someone said something to me that stuck with me mm. deep down. I've recently recently purchased a new item from the grocery store that I love. I put it on my desserts. I think it's delicious. But someone had a derogatory term about me using this as a dessert item. Cool Whip. Is Cool Whip okay or is it day class A? Hmm. Where do you guys land on Cool Whip? Or as Stewie would say in Family Guy, Cool Whip. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's it's totally going to depend, I guess, on what you're putting it on. And I'm also curious if it's in the spray can or if it's no, in the tub. No, it's in the tub. If whippets are out, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the tub. What, what, what kind of things are you putting this on? I'm putting it on pies. I'm putting sure. it on like a peach cobbler I put it on. Okay. Now it says on the on the thing, it says to eat it like ice cream. I haven't gone that far. That would certainly be <laughs> day class A if <laughs> right? you were eating it with a but spoon. But let me tell you guys, if you haven't bought Cool Whip in a while, it's a magnificent purchase. It's good. To yeah, add it's just like a pure sugar. It's, uh, it's, it's amazing, I'm sure. I'm going to say that it's okay. Okay. What makes it D class A? is if you keep the Cool Whip container as a Tupperware dish. <laughs> oh, great fucking call, Smitty. Also, if but you... A, but I'm a user. You know what's going to happen. You know you know I'm a reuser. If you're eating it so much that you're buying like in bulk or you're buying like four at a time at the grocery <laughs> no, store, yeah. that might fall in a dick. Yeah. Okay. If that's right. a Costco buy, we've got issues. Next topic. Let's move on because we've got seven of these. Next one. <laughs> bringing your own syrup to breakfast. Oh, day class A. Even if it's right, yep. You, Ryan, do, you, don't, you don't bring your own shit to the Ryan? restaurant. Yeah, yeah, we're talking restaurant. Restaurant. Yeah, no, that's uh, no good. I, I don't I even doubt that you, you have you know, great you know syrup why. to bring there, I'm sure. I have amazing syrup, and that's yeah, one thing I have to say about my fellow it. Americans. Stop buying like the classic stuff. But you can't get high on your own supply, yes, dude. Yes, you can, dude. You, you sneak it in. You, you sneak it in just like... You sneak in snacks to a movie theater. You sneak this in, like in the purse. Allie will take it in. It's grade A, a hundred percent. While she's got Dude, it in a flask, it's from the tree. Like you, like you, like you break open the tree and you get this stuff. So yeah, I bring mine in. I'm sorry if it's day class A. Okay, next. <laughs> I, I already said it, so let, let's uh, let, let's bring it up. Bring in your food into a movie theater. Okay. Uh, do, oh, uh, totally okay. Okay. okay, okay. Yeah. This, okay. this is the way we all do it. Okay. Next, flipping people off in traffic. Day class A. Yeah. Day class A? Yeah, your yeah pants, you're also asking, this is America, you you're asking to get shot in the face, by the okay. way. So. I actually True. don't do that. I'm much cooler behind the wheel these days, Agreed. but I just wanted to bring that up. Okay, three left. Farting in an elevator. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, definitely not okay. It's also, da- I, I live in a building with an elevator, so I've contemplated this action many times, mm-hmm. and I never do only out of fear that like <laughs> the, it, the door is going to open, and it's going to be like my neighbor or someone yeah, I know. Yeah. That was, that was going to be my question. Are, are you solo, or are there other people? Both. Uh, solo, you're playing a dangerous game. Very dangerous. Just yeah, like right. Will said. If there's multiples, uh, there's multiple people, more than one, it could be anybody's fart. <laughs> <laughs> but then you're actually subjecting people to it. I'll go, it's, I will say, torture. even though in an elevator, my rule is no, I fart on airplanes. Will you? Oh, <laughs> all right. Fart in an Uber. No. No, no, no. you can't do that. You can't That's do that. so rude. It's the right, car. All right. Second to last one. Double dipping. Can you double dip the chip? I don't know if I would call it day class A, but I don't do it. I think it's... I think that those are just like uh, social rules we have to live by. I think it's okay if you dip a chip that did not come in contact with your lips. Or you turn it. What if you turn the chip? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Turn it. Turn is fine. Uh, Finally here, asking for very complicated drinks at like Starbucks or something, right? The double this, extra this, easy on this. uh, That's just Starbucks. To me, that's okay. Half the people that go there order some fucking crazy named 
you know, oat milk, fucking matcha, half calf, whatever. Like double pump, jerking yeah, off. Exactly. It's too. But I think that's the way that's it goes go at, at Starbucks. So if right. the chick behind the register can can take it in that fast and not have to ask you twice, then it's totally fine. All right, uh, so that does it for that game. Remember, uh, if you want business solutions, personal solutions for individuals who want to help you out, I'm talking about freelancers. That's right. If you own a business or if you're an individual who just wants some help with anything, there's a lot of a, a lot of opportunity for freelance individuals. And if you want an expert who a lot of times these freelancers are ex-professors, people who are in the field looking for extra money, graphic designers who are going to be a lot cheaper than going to a company, check out Fiverr.com. And uh, the great thing is, you don't even have to put in like a, a promo code or anything. Just go to the show notes, sign up through that link, and you're going to get 30% off your first purchase with Fiverr. So link up with a really good individual. And look, I know we... A lot, we have a lot of listeners who either own a business or work in, in their business where they can help out in certain ways. I'm telling you personally, as as the owner of Woo's Media, I've, I've found so much help with graphic design, people helping with audio, people helping, whether it's train, uh, other employees I have. Fiverr.com is so useful for freelance work. Check them out online, Fiverr.com. Use the link in the show notes to sign up. All right, Will, I have one more game before we get on. Yeah, All right, it. This is called... People that bug me at sporting events. <laughs> is this even a game or is it? No. This is me a chance <laughs> for me to rant. Like, yes, I love those people. Honestly, though, I talked to my. I, can, we, can we get real for a second? Yes. When I was in therapy, she's like, "Oh, you did radio, you do podcasts. That must be great to talk about stuff." I'm like, "It is. I get to sure. a lot of people just build out. stuff up. If someone's mad at me in traffic, I just talk about it on here and yell. We're out in the here. trust tree. We yeah, get to tell each other whatever we <laughs> want. Trust tree. Yeah. Okay." So should I go six to one or one to six? Oh, you have them ranked. Yeah, okay. I, I ranked them. See what I love about this? It's going to be so relatable for all because literally every you there's it's you can't go to a sporting event without running into one of these I people. Know. All right, I'll go six to one. Okay. Uh, so six. And so this is again. I don't really mind six. It's going to happen, especially if you have kids, whatever. But it's on the on the list. Uh, people who get up over and over, mm. you know, so they have to get a, a a drink and then they have to go to the bathroom and then let's get something to eat and then whatever they have to meet a friend. So you keep getting up and up and I have to keep standing up. Not a huge fan. Number five, the person who's in line to get food for five minutes, 10 minutes, and they get to the front and they don't know what to order. Oh, yeah. They were texting. They weren't paying attention. They get up. And go, oh, uh, oh, no, they don't have hot dogs. All right. So what do you want? You want. Right. Know what you want. If you're in line, know what you want. And if you don't know what you want, there's no line. It's completely fine if you take a step back, look at the menu. If someone comes up and says, "Hey, you in line?" No, go around. It's fine. And then once you're ready, walk up to the line. To the line. Right. It's not. It's not Agreed. hard, folks. I'm getting worked up already. It's hard. <laughs> number five. All right. Number four. People who are too drunk. You know. <laughs> yeah. And this is going to happen because been there. But but look, I've We've been there been too, there. and I get that <laughs> because all been that for a guy. few reasons. For a few reasons, I feel like when you're younger, you almost feel like it's your duty. To get as blackout as you can and be as loud as you can, especially for like NFL or college football games, right? Because in football, it, loudness directly impacts the other team. So you you have this like mindset of support the team. I'm helping the team. I'm getting, being a good fan. I'm getting sure. loud and drunk. And it's just like everyone around you is not loud and drunk. Is just rolling their eyes. And oh yeah, I I I, 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 I hate, hate being around drunk person. They they repeat themselves over and over. And then the apologies come in the fourth quarter. <laughs> And they're sorry. Oh, sorry. And like, I've been that guy sure. so many times. I've been that guy way too many times. But it's it's annoying as oh, hell. I totally agreed. Okay, number three. 
the person who makes a mess of the condiments. And yes, this is above the drunk person. I will rather take a drunk asshole around <laughs> me than some person making a mess of the relish and the mustard. You mean at like the table? At the like table. Like, yeah, you know, you stand. get your hot dog and you go to get your stuff on the hot dog. As George Costanza would say, we're living in a society. Right. Like, like uh, come on, why do you got to make a mess? And here's the mentality for the assholes out there. Yep. They have all their stuff. What does it matter? It's fuck the person behind me. What does it matter for me? I have all... Th- uh, my hot dog looks amazing. Oh, yeah. Fuck that guy if he has to work around all my nonsense. So yeah, if you make a mess of that, it's like, why? Like, were you raised with a pack of wolves? Okay, <laughs> uh, number two. And I'm getting outside football here. This is basketball specific. This drives me nuts. I don't know why. This is me personally. The, the, the individual... The guy usually. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this one on, on the dudes out oh, there. Yeah. It's the guy. It's always a guy who holds up the three just when anyone takes a three pointer <laughs> before it goes in, right? <laughs> and I'm talking the pinky, the ring finger, and the middle finger. Sure. The three. Oh, and then if the three goes in, they like throw their hands, and it's like oh, the three. If you're holding up a three in twenty in 2023 in the NBA, like I, I hate that stuff. It drives me crazy. <laughs> now look, if we're talking 90s basketball, well, we grew up watching. There were no threes. As a matter of fact, they had something at the Nuggets games called tees for threes. Sure. Where they used to throw t-shirts up now you for can't every three-pointer that was made. Now they, there's so Cost many shots. too much. And so the asshole who's sitting in front of you, every three-pointer, the Nuggets attempt 45 three-pointers a game. <laughs> and for all 45, the guy's throwing his hand in the air as the guy releases the shot. I definitely do shot. this. Not every shot. Oh, but, but my Definitely God. not every shot. But I, have, I guarantee I'm guilty of this at many Nuggets games. Oh, yep. it's so annoying. Okay. And <laughs> then number one, account. that's number two. That guy okay. pisses me off. <laughs> you wouldn't think it'd be lower. That's that's a that's a that's a trigger for me. Okay. Uh number one. You guys know this guy. Golf guy. Get in the hole. Oh, right after? Oh, oh, right after they tee off. Now what if right they, they hit what it. if they yell mashed potatoes or something like that? I don't like care instead. what you're yelling. <laughs> Baba it, Booey. This is this is an opportunity. For loud, drunk assholes to think they can be loud, drunk assholes with no consequence. I always like like hearing that one guy when I'm watching. I think it's funny. It drives me crazy, you know, (laughs) because I picture myself as the one standing right in front of that guy. And you turn around. Don't you give him a look? Don't you give him a little bit of a look? No, I mean, if he was right behind me and he, and it was like super annoying, but I can, I always think it's funny. Like right, right when they make contact with the ball, like sometimes people will yell out funny things like the get in the hole is too gimmicky. I would never yell that. But I, when, when I do hear the guy that goes, that yells mashed potatoes, yeah, that's, or my, Baba Booey, that's mine. That's my, that's my top six people who really annoy me at sporting events. I created a list of five and you okay. only got one of them. The, the mm. drunk guy was one like wasted in the first yeah. half is what I wrote specifically. <laughs> For, um, first half drunk. That's a whole different level. He's working on a different level. These are not ranked. Um, he's a professional. <sighs> these are not ranked. So this would be tough to pick which one is the worst, but here's what I got. Um, and I just experienced this guy. So when I went to the Nuggets game one finals game, uh, they won the championship, by the way. No big deal. We, we love the Nuggets. I went to game one of the finals here in Denver. And the guy literally right next to me was this guy. And it's the guy that is trying to get the chant going too much. He thinks oh, that he's the yeah. cheerleader. He's And this Defense. guy. Yes. Yes. Exactly. And he's also Let's turning around. Let's go. No. And he's games. turning around trying to pump everyone up he's behind him. He's trying to get everyone around yeah. him. Now, yeah. it... it I respect that you're like, hey, I'm a real fan. I'm trying to get the crowd into it, but I shit you not. And in fact, 
Even though I was annoyed, I left impressed with this guy. He did it every <laughs> every play. Oh my I God, shit you not. Dude. Every offensive possession, he started the Let's Go Nuggets. Every defensive possession, he started, and he's right next, directly we, next are, to me. Aren't we dealing with something else there? Aren't we also dealing with can't let go of high school guy? But like, Isn't that what's the weird same is that like he wasn't breed? aggressive in other ways. It was just no. That. I'm not saying that. I'm saying the guy who used to go to high school basketball right. games, and he was the one who led the charge. Right. And he can't let go yeah, of those days. Could be. And yeah. so he's looking He's looking for that itch to pump his section up. Because Dude, when I sat down with him, when I sat down, we like, you know, people are hyped. It's the finals. I fist bumped him. I was like, oh, we're like people around us talking like, oh, yeah, we're, we're getting so crazy. And he was like, I'm only going to yell three things. And I was like, oh, just like laughed it off. And then he literally only yelled three things the whole game. So that's 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 one of them. That's, okay. that's, that's the guy that starts the wave. Exactly. Yep. It's like yeah. if you if you can't get it once, then you can never do Give it again. It um, the next guy, and this is more specific to basketball again, but you're starting to see this at football stadiums too, is the person that watches the whole game on the big screen. Um, like you're at the game. If yeah. you want to, and I get it. If you have no view, but some seats are oh, they call for that. You know, right? It's, if it's necessary. But I've been at games where like you have great seats. I'm sitting right next to someone, right, and right. they're watching on the. And it's like we're also trained to be television watchers. And it's like you can't spend that money if you're. If I'm going to spend the money, I'm only watching replays on the big screen. I get that, and I understand that. But they've made it so accessible, especially at like hockey and basketball games, sure. to where sometimes the the screen in front of you is a better view. Then so what you're yeah, looking but again, up, that's looking the down. screen you get at home. So that's silly. Um, yeah. Next up is actually so uh, okay. Next one is if you are over the age of twelve and you brought a sign with you, then that's a huge pet peeve. You're a fool. Don't bring a sign to any sporting event unless you're a child. I disagree. Now here's the thing: I've never brought a sign. I think it's kind of weird to it's bring a exactly. sign. It's a strange it's thing super to do. Weird. But it works. They always get on TV. Yeah, but if you're a 30 year old, you you what you fucking went to. It doesn't to matter. You're Hobby trying to lobby put and your, got all your arts and crafts stuff, yes. and then you brought that to the game. You're trying to put your desires on everyone else out there. These people want nothing more than to be on TV. Maybe they don't even care about the game. Maybe their goal is like, I want to get on TNT tonight. Stupid. And I so they it. take the sign to get on TV. It works. I it hate totally, it so especially much. if it's like craft or like they make the 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 the, the corniest ones or like if it's ESPN. Right, and they make one that spells out ESPN with the word. Sure, with the, yeah, those yeah, are the words. But again, but, only the corny ones get on TV, and anything that's actually funny isn't going to get on the broadcast. Okay, but so, so just, in, yeah. that, in that same vein, will you bring a baseball glove to a baseball game? No, I Children don't do that. Only. I, I, I used to. <laughs> Children only. Catch oh, the with person your who's hand, fighting dude. people for for the what a loser that is fighting kids for the foul balls. But will what if we go to a college game day? Will you make a sign with me? Okay, then? but that's different. That's game day. Okay, I'm not bringing it into the fucking stadium. So I have your um, commitment then. Yes, it's a yes. Fine. Okay, uh, but then this is my number. This one easily is ranked number one out of these, and I think that I think that you might disagree with me on this. We'll see. Um, neutral team jersey guy. If you are at a sporting oh, event, that's the one I just wrote down. And you are not a fan of either team, which is fine. You just like I, I've been to games where I'm not a fan of either team. Don't show up with all your fucking gear. I'm not going to go okay. to a, okay. a CU football game decked out in Michigan, Michigan gear. That's stuff. fucking stupid. That. What I thought you meant, though, just to clarify for those who thought what I did, Will's not talking about the neutral jersey of your team. Oh, I no, no, no. Sorry. Neutral, neutral, uh, like, so like, just like your team. team. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Team. Like, I, if, if I've been to football games, for, for example, I went to Jim Harbaugh's first uh, Michigan game, which was at Utah, and the guy 
right behind me is wearing an Ohio State jersey. Yeah, I, like, <laughs> it, like, it couldn't have been more perfect. And he was, like, making fun of Michigan losing the whole time. And I was like, I hate this guy. Like, even if you're an Ohio State fan, that's fine. Don't show up with your Ohio State gear. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, right. to me, that's just a, a, a douchebag move. So I hate that. I had that one year uh, at a University of Colorado game. It was like it was like CU and, you know, another Pac-12 opponent. And this guy was head-to-toe in Nebraska gear. And like like the the pinstripe overalls, the red and whites, and it, it was it, and he was getting it handed to him. Yeah, dude, everywhere you he can't walked. can't do it. It's so, you're, you're you're first of all, you are literally asking for attention. Oh yeah, because obviously no one there gives a shit that you're a fan of a team that, that isn't playing. It's so stupid. I hate that move. So right. um, are those years? I'm fired up now. Yeah, those are mine. Okay, so before we finish our games, I forgot one for the Eau Claire Day Class A. Just yeah. to get it out there, yeah, yeah. eating your food before other people get their food at dinner. Only with permission. If you get served, right? I think it depends on how many people are are, are also a what, part of your party. Yeah, and what the setting is too. If it's at like a bar, it's bar food, of course. But if you sit down at like a sit down restaurant, yeah, you should be polite and not eat unless they go, "Hey, uh, don't wait on me. Go ahead, dive in." At that point, then you eat. That's all I got. Should we get to some picks? What What do you? What's your opinion on that? By the way, uh, I think you wait. Okay, good. I, 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 I just had to be sure. No, yeah. because I, you guys know me. If anyone, I don't mind my food sitting there for a while. Yeah, Tyler's I'm okay not going to finish it like, either way. Yeah, I'm not going to finish it. It's okay <laughs> if it sits there. You know how a lot of people are like, I need my food hot. Keep yeah. me my food hot. No, I'll take it out. Okay, so wait. Now we need to wrap up the show, and then we can go to football. This is so weird. This is our first time doing this. So it is. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Um, we're going to see you next week where we're giving out week one picks. Of where course. I'm taking my week one trophy for getting off to a hot start. Exactly. I had no idea this was happening. Follow us. Yeah. <laughs> we're, 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 this is new for all of us. I love um, this. The producer, by the way. That's who just said that. Exactly. <laughs> uh, if this is an idea Tower and I were kicking around. We're putting into action. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. I'm never going to call it X. Uh, see if be underscore pod we'll see you next week